Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, y'all, Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Rumor has it Jim Harbaugh is trading one shade of yellow for another. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. Tommy DeVito's new agent, who made sure he went to the pizzeria for only ten grand. And with me, as always, is AJ. Aaron Rodgers beat medicine, Marchese. Oh, I can't wait to see him lace it up, Rob. Yeah, glad Nick Bodden lost his job for <laughs> Aaron Goodbrack. Poor Nick Bodden. He's, he's, he's back on the team, though. Bodden's the best pass protector on that roster. So Today, we're talking all the noteworthy NFL rookies from week 15 of the NFL season. That's who. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving out to Casey, maybe. Looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's going to wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's going to put ketchup on a stick? Who's going to find a steal in the fifth? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Scooter's Coffee. Over time, Scooter's Coffee cultivated, nourished, strong emotional ties with our farmers, their farmers, employees, franchisees, baristas, customers, and suppliers. That's a lot of people they've nourished strong emotional ties with. It's these ties that make up the very fabric of their brand and capture the magical essence of who they are and what they stand for. There's just something about Scooter's Coffee. I mean... Both uh, Josh McCown and Chad Pennington appear to be drinking it, so it says it's a lot. It's got to be good. It's got to be good. You know what else is good? What, Rob? Uh, Bryce Young. Yep, right into it. Well, Why is he, he won. He won a game. Office Rookie of the Week. Hit it. It was big-time Kenny Pickett vibes <laughs> where, like, he didn't really do a whole lot. Actually, he did less than a Kenny Pickett vibe, rookie game vibe. The wind's away. Pouring win. rain. As we dive into a rookie quarterback rundown for the week 15 rookie superlatives, uh, Bryce Young is pouring rain. They scored nine points. They took advantage of the fact that the Falcons suck and Arthur Smith shouldn't have a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bryce, uh, like, completed 75% of his passes for Elite. the Bucks 67. Yeah, it was like I don't have a lot of takeaways from it. It was much of the same. Where it's like very boring. Not, not just like he isn't exciting, but like no, nothing they're doing on offense mm-hmm. is exciting. Um, he, uh, I don't know. He looked okay at times extending the play. He had a couple throws, I think, to uh, Mingo that like stood out a little bit. But I don't know. I, I 
I just kind of feel like this whole season's a write-off. Yeah. He hasn't been bad enough, like we say every week. He hasn't been bad enough where you're like, this guy's definitively a bust. I think he's shown enough that like I, my kind of takeaway right now is if everything goes right, he could be a Derek Carr. Who, I don't know, that's like the 15th best quarterback in the league. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Not a good week. Yeah. Not when he's playing the Rams. <laughs> Foreshadowing as we record before that game. Um, but I don't, I don't know, like, he has a quick release. He, uh, he looks good off play action. The, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I really just, like, I come away with very little thoughts on him because it's just it's, so boring. Well, like, you're not doing yeah. anything creative. And he doesn't turn it over. Are, so it's not like, even like you can really shit all over. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's, like, a lot of hitting Adam Thielen on, like, drag routes. Yeah. And, and sometimes he, he extends a play and it looks pretty good. And but he wasn't doing that earlier in the year, so at least that's better. Yeah, speaking of Josh McCown, maybe Josh McCown would probably. Probably. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. They won the game, but not because of him. Because Arthur Smith sucks. Um, he, like, I think his best play is he, like, he was in the pocket. The pass rush was, like, kind of, he kind of bailed on a clean pocket, if I'm being more honest about it. Uh, rolled to his left, kind of came back to his right. Um, and found a guy to convert a third and three in the second quarter and led to points. Like, and that was enough points to win the game, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it led, it led to a field goal, and uh, that's that. Um, if, if you were to put... How much, like, how much faith do you have in Bryce Young um, when we look back on this draft class, him being the second best quarterback in this class? Based solely on their rookie season or... Like, I, coming, especially, this is a bad week to ask me because Aiden O'Connell's the man. Um, <laughs> but, no, I mean, like, obviously, CJ Stroud's going to be the best quarterback in this class. Will Levis has shown a lot more, whether it, like, works out or not. There's, like, a lot more upside to me with Will Levis. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, I, Bryce Young could, of this quarterback class, Bryce Young could be the only one outside of CJ Stroud starting, sorry, outside of CJ Stroud and Anthony Richardson starting in four years like the leash should probably be pretty long i mean kenny pickett's still starting yeah and i think yeah richardson showed enough that he's yeah, decidedly he's better than in pra- I'm i just about him when you ask <laughs> i'm just giving a heat check and just see <laughs> i forgot about him for a second too um speaking of yes he just like, oh sorry yeah please talk like, more Bryce young <laughs> if, no, i just want to like if we're to power rank the rookie quarterbacks and like not even taking into account games played, just overall, like, what they have looked like when on the field. I think you'd go, clearly, CJ Stroud, yeah. then Anthony Richardson, then probably Will Levis. I think so, yeah. Then, like, a weird, like, mishmash of Aiden O'Connell and Tommy DeVito, and then, like, Bryce Young. Like, Bryce, like Bryce Young's lows haven't been as low as Aiden O'Connell or Tommy DeVito's, but his highs haven't been as high either. Yeah. And... 
I, there's more around O'Connell in terms of pass catchers than the other two, and the coaching's better for DeVito than the other two, but I don't know. Anyway, that's a that's we're comparing the number one pick to a fourth-round pick and an undrafted guy who was terrible at Syracuse and, and very mid at Illinois. So It's not good. Over. It's not good. Yeah, that just it's not good. You're right. Uh, <laughs> no C.J. Stroud this week, out with a concussion, so let's just break down Case Keenum. Oh yeah, Case, Case, Case is Mr. Uh, fourth Quarter. He, he, hear me out. Case got the start against the Titans when the Titans had the audacity to wear the Oilers jerseys, right? Yeah. Case played at the University of Houston. He is not like he is. He is Mr. Houston to me, and he he, he beat, proved it. He beat yeah. He beat he the Oilers. He, he won the Oilers. Jerseys back, in my opinion. Yeah, well, I think like you know how like the NFL is going after the University of Houston for wearing those Oilers inspired jerseys. I think this should end of the close the book on that. I'm going to start writing the script though. But some some plucky underdog quarterback winning one for his alma mater and keeping the jerseys and uh, getting a piece of the sales. <laughs> on the other side, look, I'm not going to. I love the Oilers jerseys so much though. It's it's it made Will Levis look better, and he didn't look bad though. Um, Almost 200 yards passing, didn't throw a touchdown, ran for a touchdown, threw a pick, 17 to 26. It was um, it was more of the same, you know, from Will Levis in a positive way, and like nothing to really get you uh, absolutely excited. But I, I don't know. I think we've talked about this every week. I think, but he's he's been so consistently good off play action. I think that's their bread and butter, bread and butter right now on offense in the passing game. Um, a couple couple of nice throws up play action, just like. Uh, his first one, or like f- first good completion of the day, was play action. Just he just hits the back foot, steps up. He's very good at it. Good, good rhythm there. Um, hit hit Burks over the middle of the field on a deep over route. Burks kind of came alive a little bit early. Came like looked pretty confident working off play action. Like Burks had another one on like a, I think it was like a dig over the middle. He looked pretty good attacking the middle of the field when he did. Um, like that. the The big plays have kind of dwindled a little bit, but he had one like where it was a free play. Kind of like, kind of that like old school like Brett Favre like choppy uh, drop back away from the presser, pressure. Uh, gave Nick Westbrook Aquina a shot down to the goal line, made the play, nice catch by him down at the one. Then the very next plays where his rushing touchdown came it was like a, it was weird. It was like a zone read, and then he just uh, just just kept it. But I think Derrick Henry could have walked in too, it was just right up the middle uh, for the touchdown. Um, I thought his legs, legs were pretty effective, too. He had 25 yards on the ground. Had, like, a third and six. He just scrambled. Pocket collapsed. It did a good job picking up the first. Another one where it was, like, third and five or six or so earlier in the game. And it was, like, dove for, like, like the last four yards and landed, like, just a yard short. It was pretty funny. Um, just, I don't know. Like, just kind of, like, I, I thought he, his feet are coming along, too, I thought. Like, that was my big criticism early. And I feel like he's kind of finding that a little bit more... Um, just keeping it underneath him and creating some space. And he had like a, like a, like he hit Nuke deep on one. Um, it was a little underthrown. Nuke was wide open. It was an easy grab. Nuke didn't catch it though. He, he like Petrie kind of like just brought him to the ground. He lost it when he hit the ground. But I like the way Levis kind of made some space for him to pass. He could have made a better throw, but it was in there. It was an easy 40 yard completion and just Hopkins dropped it. Um, Another play action pass too, like just layered one really nice over to Chig, who's Oconquo's come alive too. And I think that's, um, like that's a good sign. I think there's a lot of good signs, you know, going into next season for this Titans offense. Like 
Yes, they need more pass catchers, but at least like maybe Burks is showing some signs of life. Uh, Oconquo is coming back. Levis is obviously looking good. Spears has looked really good. I, I'm not going to mention him anywhere else, but consistently solid. Um, some good signs. I, I thought like there wasn't many bad plays in this game from Levis. The interception was kind of, I don't know. I thought it was the heat check. Like he was rolling to his left, uh, kind of like j- was almost the sideline, kind of threw back. But like to the sideline was a weird, just an awkward kind of release. Makes it look e- made it look easy, but just the way he released was kind of funny. Um, and like was trying to hit Hopkins, it was an easy pick, which is kind of a bit of a heat check. And that one didn't <laughs> that one didn't come down. And he had another one. Of, remember a couple of weeks ago, I said Bryce Young kind of just threw it backwards. Uh, Levis had a, like a repeat of that, but not as goofy. Or at least he kind of got like had his hand hit and just went like backwards for like a <laughs> negative eight yard loss. Uh, but yeah, I think overall like he's he's. I know that first performance was so splashy, but I think he is getting better. Um, the play action looks really good. Um, now, all that to say is it was a hell of a time. 45 minutes on Will Levis. Well, he's fun. He's at least fun. You do this in Montana Bridge Young, he sucks. Um, same same time, sorry. I, this is my this is my tease for later in the show. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure. And uh, when he's getting the ball, Quake looked pretty good. And, um, of course, it ended for him. This is where I'll wrap it up, Rob. In a bad-looking leg injury. Not sure if he'll be back this week. Uh, and more on that later. Lots of teases. It's the same I tease. I just wanted to hurry you up because I want to get to Aiden O'Connell. Well, <laughs> go ahead. I got another quarterback, too. The surprise that I'll sneak in a sec. But yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, on Thursday Night Football, Aiden O'Connell had the second-highest-scoring offense performance of this season. Because like, the Dolphins dropped 70. On a Broncos defense, it's actually good. And it was like a top four scoring performance all time, yeah. so like that. Uh, O'Connell finished with two forty eight and four scores. Uh, did most of his work in the first half against the Chargers. Finally got Brandon Staley uh, fired. Uh, really a service for all of us. And Tom Telesco. Uh, that that's like a that's like a legend falling. And and what made the uh, O'Connell performance so special is um, uh, the touchdown passes weren't to. Devontae Adams. He had three of his touchdown passes were to rookies, two to Trey Tucker, one to Michael Mayer. The, the Mayer one was like kind of a layup in the flats, whatever. Um, the Tucker one, he had like that deep – were they both deep over reds? Either yeah. way, both, both times he had like yards of separation. Yeah. To Trey Tucker. Awesome. I was going to put Tucker later, so yeah. Me too, me too. So I'll save that. But yeah. it was really the, the Jacoby Myers touchdown on that, like, what was it? Like a slot wheel where the ball was just in the basket. Like O'Connell, O'Connell's been a little bit up and down, which kind of yeah. honestly surprised me because I thought he'd be more boring than he he has played. I, I, I thought when he got the nod to be the starter under Antonio Pierce, it'd be a lot of like, Check down. Or Bryce Youngy. Yeah. But it, 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 he's not been afraid to kind of let it rip, and it's resulted in kind of up-and-down performances. But holy smokes, like, taking advantage of a really bad Chargers secondary that's been toasted all year. And a game uh, where they just gave up. And, and like, he, he had a really clean pocket for most of the game. But yeah. Like, it just goes to show that if you can keep Aiden O'Connell clean, he has, like, good weapons. Uh, and the Raiders do have a sneaky good pass catching group. They do, um, yeah. Myers, the Myers edition has been uh, really great. And, and like Trey Tucker finally kind of yeah. being utilized. Um, the, but it just goes to show like he can win football games and be a competent 
number two quarterback when you keep him clean. I think I think this this type of performance like should buy him a couple years as like Jaden Daniels back up in Vegas. I was gonna ask like what's the odds of him going into next season as a starter? Uh, it hasn't been his natural. Like even this game was more I think about the pass catchers, the offensive line holding up, and the Chargers I defense. I agree, being so but the char- the the Raiders are still a bad organization, and you never know, right? But I mean, yeah, I yeah, like I mean. Well, how, how about we stack this up? Who who looked better, o- O'Connell this year or Ritter last year? O'Connell this year. Ritter's I think so. Game t- like this. Yeah, I think so too, right? And obviously Ritter's... But, the, I mean, the Arthur Smith, anything to It's a shit show. Yeah, I know. Um, I know, but I'm just saying, like, Ritter's it was unquestionable going um, into the season. But, yeah. I think, uh, like, if if... If he like he could have a Brian Hoyer type career, I think mm-hmm. like where a, a long term backup spot start, maybe even at times have to be technically the starter in certain situations. But maybe maybe shown, have a Matt Castle season. He's shown exactly, I think, what you wanted when you took him in the fourth round. Like yeah. he's not supposed to be a starter. Like so, the three interception game a couple of weeks ago is no big deal when he can come in and, and have this type of game yeah. in a bounce back performance. So. Yeah, I agree with you. I I think you know you're you're definitely happy with that selection, and yeah, I don't know. I, I think obviously they still look quarterback. Um, whether or not they come out with one's a different story. Like I said, the Raiders are still a mess. But yeah, no, it I also th- depends what happens with the coaching situation. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's a. Yeah, like if Pierce is kept on, I think that the, the odds increase of O'Connell being the starter. No, no? wait, wait, do you forget Antonio Pierce was with Jaden Daniels at Arizona State? I think that's a worse sign. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, actually, yeah, you might be right. Jaden Daniels may not, may refuse to play. <laughs> Who knows? Um, okay, who's your sneaky quarterback? Oh, baby, Clayton Toon got in for one snap. Kyler Murray got banged up. Uh, Toon fumbled the handoff. Okay, so when it comes to quarterbacks getting in for random snaps, DTR is ranked above Clayton Toon. Correct. Okay. Uh, and so is Tommy D our last one then? That's it. All right, let me t- tell you a little bit about Tommy D. He fired his agent. He went to the pizzeria. <laughs> I don't know whether he got the 10 grand or not. Hopefully, because after this type of game, he's kind of come back down to earth. Uh, the Saints defense beat the hell out of him. He was sacked seven times. Like... On paper, his numbers are actually like not horrible given the circumstances of this game. 20 of 34, 177 yards, um, but and, and ran for 36 yards. He, he got banged up and missed like four plays. Um, I, it was hard. It's like hard to have much of a takeaway. Like it was a lot of nothing, like check down stuff, but mainly it was the Saints beating the hell out of him. Like, um, passing y'all had three sacks to, <laughs> you, you know, to put this game when, in perspective yeah. and uh, more on a different uh, Saints defensive lineman in a bit but uh, yeah I don't know like he came back down to earth he has shown way like even this game was a better game than I thought Tommy DeVito could ever have as a like I mean, it wasn't a good game but like it just goes to show like that's what the expectations were, and he has outplayed Bryce Young. Like he has thrown one less touchdown, I think, than Bryce Young this year. That's uh, that's very sad. Um, I mean, like he's he's been exactly what the Giants needed in this season. You know, it, it felt like this season could have went. It could have. I feel like it felt like it could have gotten really ugly in New York. You know, the way the season is, started and gone. But yeah, 
this is a weird comparison, but he's kind of the mold of backup, the Tyler Huntley mold of backup in terms of he got enough athleticism and in, in toughness to be like a lower-the-shoulder type of running quarterback. Like, the physical tools are there. It's just, like, he's not the most accurate guy. Yeah. Uh, like, he's, like, a minus version of Tyler Huntley to me, which, I mean, Huntley's made a Pro Bowl, so. You'd be crazy to not have Tommy DeVito on this roster for the next few years. Oh, yeah. he Tommy DeVito's got to be your backup. Like, he is... He's going to he make up his contract in jersey sales. He's firmly, like, playing as, like, over the last, what, four, four-ish four games? He's firmly playing as well as I think Daniel Jones was. I actually think he's ranked higher in EPA per play this season than Daniel Jones. Yeah, I think he, he looked better than Daniel Jones did this year. I think that's very safe to say. Yeah. All right, let's get offensive work of the week where... Because of the amount of island games this week that involved rookies, it's hard not to probably have some overlap here. I think, yeah. No, no, no. You're right. I couldn't decide, so I went with a trio of NFC North offensive rookies and Sam Laporta, Jameer Gibbs, and Jordan Addison. Okay. I just went Laporta and Gibbs and put Addison for looks like a hit. Okay. Laporta just... Funny, because it was like... I know he caught all the touchdowns, which is great. Three, he had a hat trick, but like, not even his best game this year. No, probably not. Just the touchdowns are the touchdowns, baby. Um, and they had that tight end leak play where he he like did some sweet, pretty sweet yak stuff. The, uh, this game, sorry to interrupt you, but it might not even be top three, really. Yeah, I know, right? Like, what two weeks ago he had like a yeah. 140 yards. Yeah, like it was a uh, more impressive game. But yeah, the touchdowns, like, baby. Like he he only had 56 yards, but like yeah, the one was the the leak play where he he yacked his way to the end zone. One was like that quick slant where like Goff put it right on him, mm-hmm. and I I think he made a pretty awesome adjustment. I can't even remember what the third one was. Oh, there were so many. It was just the the late one, right? Where it's just like, oh, there's a there's another one. <laughs> yeah, and like. Yes, you're you're uh, you're right. You're just kind of wide open. It's just open, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Gibbs, it's just every time, and like it's been up and down, and like even in this game, he only had thirteen or thirteen touches yeah. for one hundred and eight yards, and so it's 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 been up and down in terms of yardage performance. But I, I think it was the fact that he ended up with two touchdowns that kind of propels this this one. Yeah. Because like even last week, remember against the Bears, I was saying he looked really good, really explosive. He had this huge thirty-six yard run, which I believe tied his season long. And like, but they didn't really go back to him. And I know they were in a hole pretty quickly against the Bears. But, uh, like, man, when they can get him going, he adds just such a new flavor to this offense. And, like, the, the, he only had eight receiving yards, but, like, the, the, the touchdown catch on that, what was it? It was, like, a was it Texas, right? I can't even remember. But he set up the DB so well. And it's, yeah. it's like, his change of direction was just so ridiculous. Yeah. I, but, like you said, like, they got into a hole against the Bears, but he's the exact type of back you want to have on your field, like, when you're – in a hole because he can be a different. I still think they're not doing a good enough job with him. And well, I was gonna say I think they've kind of got it down pretty well in terms of carries. Yes, yeah, I agree with that. Where it's like, yeah, he probably 
Especially when you have David Montgomery. Like, he probably, and you're making a Super Bowl run theoretically, he doesn't yeah. need more than 12 carries a game. But they just, like, don't involve him. They, there was a stretch of games where he's really involved in the passing game, but there's also been stretches, and right now it's, like, the last four games he's done mm-hmm. very little in the passing game. And it's, like, that, that touchdown grab really shows what kind of mismatch machine he can be in space. But he's only getting, like, two targets, and they're all little things. And I feel like he, every third down he should be running a Texas route. <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's what Alabama did. Yep, and it works. Uh, and that's why Bryce Young got Bryce Young drafted first, baby. It's funny because he um, he had, like, you look at it and you're like, well, yeah, he, had, he has 47 catches. That's a great number for a, a rookie running back, yeah. especially when they're not full-time. It's, like, seventh most among running backs. But I, it's only and, for, like, 200-and-something yards. Um, and he's still, like, top 20, but it's just, like, I don't know. He can be such a nightmare. Yeah, it's like you just watch his ability, like you said, and he can be such a – you just see that nightmarish ability, and it still feels like he's being super underutilized in the passing game. Um, even just, like, the types of routes and catches he's making, it, it just feels like they're not like, doing enough. He, he has basically the exact same receiving stat line as Jalen Warren. It's and a good both, way to put both, it. Yeah, like they're both averaging six point three, six point four catch. Both been good receiving backs, but you watch the two, and Gibbs is obviously more talented. Sorry, yeah, use them like like Tampa uses Rashad White. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've done great with that. I mean, uh, they had a couple of sick ones this week. Yeah, Rashad White's usage usage rate's insane. Um. <laughs> anyways, uh, hit, but yeah, hit every rookie, every good rookie. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, uh, I think it's, like, spot on where it's, like, they, when they do use them, it's great. And it's just, like, in some games, it, it, it's, like, oh, they've used them enough. But you look at it, and you're, like, well, he actually only had 13 touches, which is kind of par for the course this year. Mm-hmm. Um, um, has definitely been the best rookie running back. I think that's safe to say. But it, it still feels a little – I don't want to say underwhelming. It's not on him. It just feels like like the the big ones are still coming, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and uh, should we touch on Jordan Addison here or no? Yeah, go. You had him. Go for it. I mean, this was he. He had kind of a lull the last couple of weeks, and yeah. what a way to bounce back. Six targets, six catches, one hundred eleven yards, two touchdowns. Like kind of willing the Vikings yeah. to stay in this game against for the, real against the Bengals with Nick Mullins in there. He had it, um, the one touchdown where Nick Mullins just kind of. Uh. Tossed it up to him, and he he uh, kind of mossed a guy. But the other touchdown where it like looked like Nick Mullins was just like just throwing it panicking away. and throwing yeah. it to nobody, and, and Addison fingertips like went down like uh, a shortstop feeling a grounder. And I don't know, I don't get that reference. Yeah, um, and <laughs> and then like I feel like the Bengals defense parted like the Red Sea because they didn't expect. Yeah, like, no one knew what was happening. Yeah. Just I, I didn't think he caught it, and then he just starts running, and I was like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, that, that was just a – for real, though, I feel, felt like he put the team on his back, uh, got them to OT, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, I believe, leads all rookies in touchdowns. But you're right, though. It's been so hot and cold. By the way, but it's late December. You just, we're wrapping up the season here, but like, it feels like it's so hot and cold for him. You know, like, I don't know. Like, it's, it, he'd find the consistency for, like, a game or two, and then, it, you know, it'd, it'd be cold and be hot. Uh, overall, though – you gotta be pumped if you're the Vikings, obviously, in this yeah, especially like, with this game. 
If Puka Nakua didn't exist, Jordan Addison would be getting way more offensive rookie of the year love. Like even though he had like he like he would be third in the race, but you know what I mean? Like because he has like three hundred less yards than Puka, but he has almost a hundred more yards than than the next um, rookie, which is of course Sam Laporta, which is just mind boggling in, in its own, but. Sam Laporte is my uh, offensive this, non-quarterback of the year rookie. This pass catching class has just been so fun, and it's been really fun because it's it's not just the, like Addison, obviously first round guy, but it, it's been guys from, who've been drafted all over the place. Yeah, no, that's that's very true. Uh, which is uh, why I don't believe in drafting receivers in the first round anymore. <laughs> Clip that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah. Don't don't make a Sammy Watkins trade up for Marvin Harrison this year. Take maybe, uh, unless you're um, the Bills. Mickey Loomis, oh, Marvin, Marvin probably be a pretty sweet shooting guard. <laughs> okay, we, we that was clearly you know uh, a plethora of riches on the offensive side of the ball that was all on Saturday. I thought I thought the defensive side. I didn't have a standout. I really didn't. Well. When we were picking the games, the leftover games, I was emphatically asking for the Saints game because I didn't have a defensive rookie of the week, and I knew if I got the Saints game, I would. So Take it away, then. Go for it. Uh, Brian Brissee. Nice. Um, this is I, perfect because uh, I've got a I got a, I, I made a pick, and it's a perfect segue after this. So um, I had already mentioned uh, that – he or that the Saints pass rush was all over uh, Tommy DeVito, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Brian Brzee was a big part of that. Like, there there was one play which might have been my favorite um, pass rush rep where he didn't even get home, uh, but it it was just like a violent spin move, um, and and caused pressure. Like he was just in the backfield for most of this game, and. The show, and I, you know what? I haven't just in general, I haven't seen a lot of like Brian Brzee talk on the timeline. That's what I was gonna bring pretty, up, yeah. yeah, which is pretty crazy given he is a first round defensive lineman out of Clemson, was a huge recruit too. Like, yeah, just, the, the like number one recruit in his class. Yeah. He's he's um certainly been one of the best interior defensive linemen. I know, like, we haven't talked about him a ton either on here. Uh, but the the Saints team's just so unmemorable. Um, <laughs> well, like I think but, after like correct me if I'm wrong, just off the top of the head here. After Jalen Carter, I, I I don't think any rookie IDL like has more confidence like from me at least that they're going to be a, a dude. You know, Kalaja Kansi's really come on. Brian nah, Mercy and Kansi would be the and and I think. Uh, no, I, it depends what your definition of dude is. I think Keanu Benton's going to just be a really solid yeah. starter. Benton, I, I was going to like, Kansi had another l- nice little game, but I, it still feels like I think Percy's going to be better than Kansi. Well, yeah, coming off this game, this was a just between the Saints and Bucks games I've done. This is the best game either of them have had. In my mm-hmm. opinion. Like the the spin was awesome, but like man, he was bullying uh, another rookie on the offensive line named John Michael Schmitz. More on him in a bit. Um, and it's just like he is so he's six five three oh five and he moves like a basketball player. Yeah. He is such a fluid pass rusher, and when he can just pin his ears back and the the giant the Giants were uh, throwing it a, a fair amount in this game. Um, well, when he, he got Tommy pin, D, yeah, yeah, when he just pin his ears back and, and put together a pass rush, playing like holy smokes, like he was using his hands really well too, like. Mm-hmm. Um, 
nice little uh, club swim move, but yeah, it's just he's just more he's longer, more athletic than the guys trying to block him on the inside. And yeah, he's just mismatch all day. Yeah, and I think that's why you you know he was still a first round pick. Um, I think uh, you ended up being higher on him than me. Yeah, I, st- I stuck with the Brissette. I think you could just, mm-hmm. like, you know, like the glimpses were there. It, obviously, it was a tumultuous year for him last year. But uh, to me, he's a better football player last year, and, well, in his college well, career and, and right now than Kalijah Kansi, But And you got to think, like, the way I just put it, like, he, he's looking like a basketball player. Mickey's probably <laughs> We haven't guaranteed Zion's contract because uh, he only played 29 games last year, so his contract's no longer guaranteed. Brazil would be a nice... They're probably about the same size. <laughs> they, they, they probably are. <laughs> uh, Zion might have a couple LBs on him. Um, okay. I, like I said, I had no clear standout, so I kind of wanted to give it like more of a breakout performance. It's, it's cheap. I'm going with Brian Brzee's college team in, in uh, Miles Murphy. The Bengals. Oh, that's a, no, that's a great pick. I had him for looks like a hit. Yeah, I thought it was just... They kind of used him... In it for a much lo- longer stretch of game than they have had for most yeah. of the season, which I thought was, a, was good, and this it turned out to be to be his best performance of the year. Yeah, it was the second most snaps of the season. Felt like his most though. Probably probably another game I didn't pay attention to. Um, but, you know, I thought I thought really solid performance against the run. Um, looked like he set set the edge pretty strong. Uh, a couple of plays where he just kind of came down and made the you know plays in the hole on Chandler and, and stuff. Most of Chandler's big runs came opposite of his direction too. Uh, so I thought just that's that's just very promising, and I think like Bengals kind of expect that out of their edges, you know. Uh, but no, I thought it looked pretty flashy as a pass rusher. Obviously had that sack it was really nice. Uh, well, like a rip move on yeah. Darisaw. I, I thought he had Darisaw yeah. working. Yeah, I thought he had Darisaw. Good. Yeah, who's one of the best tackles in the NFL? <clears throat> yeah, exactly, and kind of still under. Appreciate it on the timeline at least, but yeah, no, it was making Darius work. Darius, you know, he's still damn good, but had a, had another pressure on him as well. I thought just like a flashy performance in like a nice breakout game from a guy we haven't seen, you know, too much and, of this year, and a very promising game. And he's uh he's had a couple moments uh <laughs> in the run game this yeah. year. Uh, I feel like I've watched a fair amount of Bengals games. You love your Bengals. I love my Bengals. Um, but like, yeah, it was the pass which like, like he ran the arc really well on that mm-hmm. sack, which yeah. is, I think a question about his ability to, to turn the edge. Yeah. And, uh, you know, his, um, I saw his stats. It's like, he has like the second highest pass rush win rate, uh, of rookie this year or something. After, uh, Tyree Wilson. Come on. By the way, I thought I wasn't going to mention him anywhere, but Wilson's best game maybe too. Wasn't that good, but this is his best game, maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he put a, a couple of Yeah, uh, you got credit? Okay. He, I think he recovered a fumble. <clears throat> Look at that. Sorry. So, okay, he's my defense uh, rookie of the week. Lock it in. Yeah, I tweeted out uh, during that game. It says, because it's like Quentin Johnson, Tyree Wilson, feel like they're the most uh, <laughs> like, like depressing first round rookies or whatever. Next day, I mean, a lot of a lot of people in the mentions being like, "Did you watch the game last night?" It's like, "Wow, we're gonna celebrate Tyree Wilson's like pretty mid game being like incredible." Okay. Oh, Chargers fans got a gripe too. Quinton Johnson had a touchdown. I don't know if you saw. That's true. Um, okay, I'm going to my worst rookie where I alluded to it. John Michael Schmitz. Holy smokes, 
he was not able to anchor. Passignon and Brian Brissy went to town. He was so I had him down for two solely, uh, gave up two sacks solely on his own. But like, was the reason two more happened? So I would credit him with giving up four sacks. He like was Fair. misreading stunts. Not and, like, good. So the edge would be looping inside where he's supposed to pick it up, but he'd be crashing on the the interior yeah. and like just not see it at all, which is like, like give. Just kind of getting bullied one-on-one and not being able to, like, anchor is one thing, but it's, like, the IQ stuff's a completely other thing. You know? When you're talking rookie center, absolutely, yeah. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. He just, like, had nothing going in, 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 in pass. No, the whole interior offensive line was bad, but... Uh. No, I think he's been one of the big misses for, for me personally this year, and he's... I, he hasn't had a game where I thought he's looked... No, decent like, really the rookie know. center class in general not good but like yeah at least like i think last week i like was like yeah joe Tittman looked pretty solid yeah, like, Tittman was, that, yeah. we haven't had that for john michael schmidt so. yeah uh i'm going to the offensive line as well i'm i'm going with the first round pick i'm putting i'm going with your broderick jones here Rob. Yeah, okay yeah i put him down where did i put him underwhelming yeah i thought he he was struggling i think he, he got credit for a couple sacks from uh, i think Odie and bo yeah yeah now Dale's a hit for me so yeah yeah I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm like okay that's not so bad by the way that colt's front is so underappreciated they've been really good this year and Dale was like such a cool prospect and yeah, then, like, towards achilles in training or something and anyway he has eight sacks this year yeah, no, they've been the, the whole group's been putting it together pretty well. I haven't looked at the stats, but they've been good. Anyways, um, I, I think you got another one where they it didn't count because there was a penalty elsewhere. Uh, but no, Jones was just I, I now since he's come in, I've liked. I don't get to watch the series very often, but the times I've seen yeah, him, I've liked what it's I've seen. Super up and down. Yeah, it's like one week he'll and not only that's the offense in general, but um, one yeah. week he'll look phenomenal and then the next will be like he is so technically on top now he's not been a right tackle and that's where he's been yeah. playing which is another thing but for uh, sure yeah, no. like he really was struggling with Deo's 6'6 280 is a lot and twitched up yeah like in and Broderick Jones like could not handle that athleticism yeah I'm not like I know this is a poor game but I don't think I'm worried about Jones in any capacity yet um there's been a lot worse the, the uh, off the line play sh- if you were to be worried about him, it's because of the, just the whole infrastructure of this offense in general. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a different story, though. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but don't worry. Mason Rudolph's going to fix it. It's Christmas, baby. Um, Primetime star. couple we, options. We, we named a bunch started. already. Yeah, yeah but, uh, <laughs> I mean, in terms of, like, true prime, like, JSN, it yes. felt like. Yeah. It feels like that catch. Like, he was having a pretty solid game. He's, he's strung together a couple solid games. But catching that go ball to win the game on his fingertips. Yeah, like, baby. I feel like because Drew Locke threw it He's got he's gotten more credit. Was yeah. So big. Yeah. That like the catch itself has gone underappreciated. Oh, that was such a great grab. For real. It was uh you know the, the the ability to track that too was unreal. And then like you said the fingertips on the back of the football uh and in, in, in the rain too. Like that was a hell of a catch. Um the route itself wasn't super special. James Bradbury just came worked and worked and worked. But like you said, the, the, the catch was unreal. And yeah, I agree with you. The four catches, 48, and that game-winning score. And, you know, and, and like the last minute of the game. That was unreal. Um, yeah, like obviously, like, I think to the, I don't know. I don't know what how to summarize JSN's rookie year. I, can you call it uh, underwhelming, maybe? But, like, to me, coming into this offense, 
unless this offense really took off, which, you know, it's the Seahawks still. Um, I don't know what you expected more than this, you know what I mean? And he's gotten better, and like you said, he's he's stringing strong games together, and I think he's going to start, if he hasn't already, like, overtaking Lockett, you know what I mean, as that, like, second option. Yeah. Um, and Lockett, Lockett's going to always have his role, but um, I think this is kind of it. I think this is the big play that kind of sparks it. Um, but th- this team can never, ever, ever use their guys consistently. So, like, <laughs> this is it. I think this is the, the point of the season where, like, okay, Jason is a damn good football player. You made a good pick. Uh, he's going to ball. Uh, I think that's the moment. Yeah, no, um, I think part of what impacts, like, the way we look at Jason, I, I think people's expectations were too high coming to an offense where he was not going to be the exactly. go-to guy immediately. And then on top of that, just, like, the rest of this – Rookie classes found, like I said earlier, receivers in all the different mm-hmm. rounds. and like, But, no, I think coming away, like, every time I watch him, I'm like, man, he's going to be just a very good starter at worst. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. Yeah, the expectations were just too much. Um, I also threw Trey Tucker, Trey Tucker here because, man, his speed was creating problems on both those touchdowns, both big ones over the top where, like I said, he had, like, five, if not more yards of separation. Yeah, I put Tucker for looks like a miss because, like, I felt when the Raiders took him, we kind of yeah. thought he wasn't yeah, a top 100 yeah. guy. He went 100, exactly. And we, we thought... He was the best Bearcat. Exactly. We thought Tyler Scott would have went above him, and he's had moments. But no moments like Trey Tucker did on Thursday night in the, you know, the blow. But yeah, that you know the, the, the first touchdown, just the speed wide open. He bobbled it a little bit, but still a really good play. And then um, the second touchdown was nasty. Just a really nice move. We got wide open. I was a post. I think the first one was an over. The second one was a post. And yeah, he looked really. I'll, I'll hit you with another miss too. But uh, no, he looked really good. I thought he was really impressive. And I don't know. I, hopefully they cut. Like he's he's had you know games where it's like okay, maybe he starts having a bigger role in this offense. I know, like you mentioned earlier, like um, Devontae Adams still balling. Jacoby Myers has been really good. So there isn't like you know a super large hole for him to really fill. But like I think that like just the next couple weeks, just kind of consistently give him some looks, you know and. Um, He's been good. He's he's shown glimpses. I think they should be happy right now with that pick. Oh, absolutely, especially your third guy, your third receiver. Yeah. Um, underwhelming this spread, Broderick Jones, but I'll also throw a, another another Pennsylvania boy, Sidney Brown. Uh, those two missed tackles against yeah. Seattle were like huge, and like he if he makes those tackles, uh, he goes down as having a wicked week. Yeah. But missed tackles have been an issue for him. Yeah. They have. He was constantly around the ball, <laughs> in, in, like in a good way, but also, yeah, like you said, just kind of whiffed um, a couple times. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I enjoy Sidney Brown. I, I think he's a lot of fun. I want to see him just kind of be, like you said, kind of more consistent for those Eagles. Man, this Eagles defense is, that secondary's got issues, though. That, I don't know. That, that's going to be problems in the, in the playoffs. But I, I hope, you know, Brown and the rest of the boys kind of, Put something together. Uh, do you have anyone else? I got I got a couple here. No. So I just just a quick one. Um, Dalton Kincaid was struggling uh, early in that game. Kind of had a couple drops. Then uh, they made a big deal with him switching his gloves and then just got no more targets. So I want to throw that out there. Uh, so okay, I wanted to have a bit of a conversation about Mazzy Smith. Um, this was maybe his best days on the same field. Maybe his best days a pass rusher. 
Yeah, but he did not have a good day. No, he, he didn't. He brought in to stop the run, and, like, man. Yeah, yeah. So I saw, like, PFF, like, graded him pretty positively. I'm like, I don't know. I didn't see that. Like I said, they credit him with a sack, but it wasn't a big play. I think he had another pressure on paper. Um, it looked more promising. I, I'm not getting excited about that. For sure, but, like, man, that, like, just not even talking about him, like, the loss of Jonathan Hankins, yeah. man. Yeah. Now that's a super underrated piece. Yeah, that's a big hold to fill. Hankins has been great this year, like you said. But yeah, it was. I didn't think he looked good in the run, and the whole the whole defense looked awful. And maybe he's you know it's that phenomenon where like you know he's just gonna look worse. But like that's what he was drafted to do. You know what I mean? And I I kind of put him more underwhelming than bad because I think this was a step in the right direction. You know, that's a tough. You know, being a being a run stuffing interior is like it, it, it's a spot for like thirty year old dudes. You know what I mean? Grown ass men. It's tough coming in as a rookie, but that's what he's expected to do. So I think step in the right direction. But hopefully next year. I mean, but he's going to be important down the stretch too. You know what I mean? So like he's got to he's got to show something. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's just been such a nothing year for him. Yeah. Um, do you have more? No, those were my two. Okay, looks like I hit this where I have Miles Murphy. I put Jordan Addison here, yeah. Uh, looks like a miss. That's where I had Mozzie Smith. And I just want to show <laughs> Emmanuel, Emmanuel Forbes for uh, playing six snaps against the Rams after being inactive like the previous three games. Oh, looks like a miss because you were too low on him. You yeah. Fall yeah, down in six snaps. Action now, baby. Oof. That's such a... such. It's crazy. What a wild ride. Yeah. Yeah, he's had especially, one of the most interesting rookie seasons. Especially <laughs> for a team where it's like nothing's going on. Like, yeah. And he can't even get on the field. My looks like a miss was Trey Tucker, but I'll give you another uh, AFC West wide receiver. Speaking of uh, not getting on the field very much, Marvin Mims' rookie year has been kind of weird. Like, he's looked good as a return man. He gets on the field a bit, but, like, he's had nine catches since week five for a total of 56 yards. They get him involved in the running game, but I I don't know. I feel like, I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of Marvin Mims. I don't think this is, like, I don't know. I think a lot of other players, if they had this type of you know rookie year, you kind of write them off a little bit more. But I don't know. I'm not sure how I think. That's why I kind of wanted to bring up Mims. It's it's definitely not promising, but it's also not. Yeah, it's weird. Like you you see glimpses of what it could be, but yeah. it's just like it's so far a few between. It's why is he not getting more looks? Like I know Sutton's had a great bounce back here, but like. There's still room for looks in this offense, you know. Like just, just I, I'm not sure. And like, especially you know when they when they drafted him, it's like okay, this is Sean Sean Payton's deep threat. Maybe the Wilson Moonball would be back, blah blah blah. And it just has not manifested into much, even though he's showed glimpses, like you just said. I don't know. It's very strange. Um, yeah. I just want to make a complaint to TSM Plus. Why can't I find the Booker Tomball? Um, needs to step it up. Bijan Robinson, like. The offensive line didn't play well. Arthur Smith sucks, but like, and and also like Arthur Smith's bizarre. Like Bijan had a bad fumble, and they just didn't play him again. That's so fucking annoying. I was like, okay, sick. And it's not like Tyler Algier and and Cordero Patterson like came in and cooked. They like had a combined like ten carries for like one yard. <laughs> like I just man. The I, next like, the next head like, coach is gonna thank this Falcons uh, run for like drafting all these dudes, though. I hope you know. Like I I. I didn't think he would get the Kyle Pitts treatment, man. Yeah, I know. Okay. I, I don't know. It's bizarre. Uh, I also put Clark Phillips, who struggled in this game as well. He uh, he was the one who was uh, giving up a lot of 
what Bryce Young did well. He got the, on the, the Adam Thielen drag routes. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Tough to cover. Um, I'm gonna go with the DB as well. A guy who's had a really good year. So this is not me like dogging him too much. It's just a bit of a down game for uh, Carrington Valentine, who uh, struggled against the mighty Buccaneers passing game and Baker Mayfield, baby. Um, he's but like I said, he's been really good, but. Seven completions allowed on eight targets for 90 yards. Did make one play on the ball, but that's just um, not not good enough for a team that's trying to still push for the playoffs. Like a couple of weeks ago, I, I thought, you know, had the inside track, and now it's kind of slipping away a little bit. Um, interesting run for that, you know, for the last couple seeds in the NFC. I mean, the AFC too, but on the Packers, yeah. Um, not ready to play. I have Blake Freeland here. Who I mean, it's T.J. Watt, but like I said, yeah. like Blake Freeland starting games, and like Charlie Jones, man, you had a chance, and then you muffed a punt later. I, I know that sucked. I thought he had it, baby. Uh, that's poor guy. Okay, am I not ready to play this? Where I'm going to just dog that tight end's offensive line. It could have easily been a worse rookie, but there was more than one. So, okay, I know we talked about Skaronski last week. I'm going to start with Skaronski. Um, I know not ready to play is not really the, the word, but man, he's been such a. At first, it was underwhelming. Now it's becoming a disappointment. He's he's I think he's getting worse right now, and again, it doesn't help him with Jalen Duncan beside him, and this whole line is a mess. But he, he like that, that's like a guy that you thought was plug and play, like we talked about, like just rock steady potential Pro Bowl guy. But I, I thought like he looked really bad as a run blocker, and had his mo- like some bad moments as a pass protector too. Like got. Got just like collapse early in the first sack before halftime. Uh, kind of gave another one up where like Malik Collins threw him aside. It was bad, and Duncan was worse. Like he just yeah. In overtime, man, they both were just absolutely collapsing. Like Collins kind of beat him for a TFL, and um, like split them both. And like Duncan gave up like multiple sacks in the, in, in overtime, and it was just like you could see Levis like feeling the pressure even when it wasn't there, and it was just like. My God. And it started from the second snap. He just got bull rush and put on his ass. And it's it's just a mess. It's just a mess between the two of them right now. And I, it just doesn't help that they're, you know, beside each other. But it's just disastrous. And it resulted in Levis getting hurt, unfortunately. You know, that play, like, Duncan kind of, like, there was pressure on the outside, like a blitz. He tried to, like, work on the, you know, on the edge and then, you know, put them inside and then go and pick up the pressure and he just couldn't get there, which is a tough ask, but it's, like, I don't know. It's still, still, it was ugly, and yeah, that's where Levis got sacked, got hurt. But it was just, it was just a shit show from the both of them. Um, going to best day three rookie. Uh, I'll run off a couple. Jalen Jones had another nice game against the Steelers. Demarco Helms has looked good for the Falcons. He was super great in run support against the Panthers. Cam Mitchell had a huge fourth down like tackle that went down as a sack against Justin Fields. Mitchell's looked good when they've got him on the field. Uh, Roshan Johnson should get more touches. He had nine touches for like 60 yards. Looked really good. Keely Ringo, I thought, played pretty well against the Seahawks. Solid, yeah. Uh, and Demario Douglas, the Patriots' best weapon. I'm glad Pop is back. Um, speaking of best weapons, Dontavian Wicks stood above the rest of the Packers' rookies. Oh, they all were pretty solid. Uh, but no, six catches, 97 yards. He's looking really, really good. Uh, he's... He, I don't know. He looks pretty legit. Like he's got a good blend of like really good route running, um, ability to kind of just get open underneath and work that stuff, but kind of getting open deeper. Made some really nice plays. Like um, he, he just seems pretty well rounded right now, honestly. And 
impressive dude in uh, offense with so many impressive rookies, and it's it's fun to watch. I, I, Wicks have been really good. That's it. Yeah, I love Wicks. Um, <clears throat> best UDFA rookie, Ronnie Hickman's been wicked. <laughs> The last couple games and like really good against the Bears. Uh, like starting safety good, had a sick diving PBU, gave up like nothing in coverage. He had a it's because he was so good in the preseason. Too. Yeah, <laughs> so. preseason bump baby. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Keaton Mitchell here. Oh, obviously towards ACL mid, in the middle of a great run and had seventy three yards in the game and. That was the most heartbreaking injury for any rookie, I think, for, for me personally this year because I just enjoyed watching him play so much. Um, and on a team with, you know, Super Bowl aspiration, just felt like that was a guy that was going to have big moments in the playoffs and and down the stretch. That just sucks so much. That one hurt me big time. But I'll give you two more. Um, Christian Nazian just keeps playing well. Like, he got called for a really weak pass interference, but other than that, I thought it was a really strong game against the Packers. Uh, had a hit on Love even. He's just a really solid piece, and he's going to be a guy that's going to be in that rotation. Um, and lastly, you know, who I also enjoy honestly, and he's, he was, he's been banged up and he's kind of under the pile, but Mario DiMercato has been like surprisingly good for Arizona. Um, had one big run on a touchdown, had 64 yards on four attempts in that touchdown. And Michael Carter was showing something too. It's a goofy backfield and Connor's obviously Connor, but I, I just wonder if he'll ever carve out a role there. I mean, I guess he has, but you know, a long-term role. And I think he's flashy. He's shown enough to be a guy that can hang around in the league. Love to hear it. Uh, Ricky Sue flashed. Quan Martin had a really good game. I like to hear that. Yeah. The commander showed he had a sick run stop. He also had a sack on blitz. Uh, he finished with 10 tackles. He looks like a very solid starter. Uh, Rasheed Rice caught a nasty touchdown from Jarek McKinnon on like one of the coolest designs of the year. Had 9 for 91. Continues to be Chiefs' best yeah. receiver. Martin McCoo played uh, not very much for the Patriots in that game, but he came in and ripped the ball away from Blake Bell for an interception. Look, hey, look at that. They listened to me. Remember a couple weeks ago? Um, I thought Brian Branch like, played pretty well against the Broncos. Um, yeah, and, and Tyreek Stevenson continues to be like the most targeted corner. <laughs> they targeted nine times. Came had an interception, had a PBU, gave up ninety yards. He's the most like boomer bust corner. It's uh, it's incredible how many targets this guy gets a game. For a team though, you know that's going to end up with like the first pick and maybe the fifth pick. You kind of like to see a rookie game just put under fire like that, though. You know what I mean? See what they're made of. It's been it's just constant though. Um, I mentioned, we mentioned Michael Meyer who had that touchdown. Um, he's been solid. I think he's going to be good. You know what I mean? They just got to kind of find him consistently. A uh, couple pass rushers. Uh, Nolan Smith made a couple plays. It was nice to see that. I kind of like to see him get mixed in a little bit more, but you know, it's kind of tough. Um, I thought LVN Lucas Van Ness had a solid game, had a sack, looked pretty solid against the run. He's never had that like big moment or like really flashy plays. Like even the sack was not the most amazing it was on just like a stunt um but he's been solid he's been solid um also in that game Kalijah Kansi had a couple of pressures had a hit on love to force an incompletion you know he's I still think he's not looked good in the run but he's looked pretty good as a pass rusher and uh the other the other Packers rookies how about Tucker Craft another touchdown 57 yards I, I want to see them use him in Musgrave for the next three years because I really hope they can get them both on the field and working. And Jaden Reed's been maybe one of the most consistent rookie pass catchers the last, I don't know, six weeks. Another 52 yards and a touchdown. He's been really good. 
Um, out of nowhere, rookie Chris Rodriguez coming in and playing a bunch against the Rams. <laughs> yeah. Rams didn't like do anything special, but I was just like, oh, there he is. Yeah, he, he they've been mixing him in when he just never really shows much. Um, <laughs> how about how about the king of out of nowhere rookies? Elijah Cooks had his moment and uh, and he dropped it. Could have could have had the game. What was it? Not could have got them back in the game with that score, and he just couldn't make the play, and that broke my heart too. Start the rook. Zach Harrison for the Falcons. Play this man more. Forty-four mm. percent of the snaps against Panthers. Had a nice hustle sack, but looked really quick good in the run game. I just don't see the point of not playing him. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, going back to the edge. How about Will McDonald? He he played the most. He's played all year at thirty percent of the snaps uh, against the Dolphins. Had half a snack uh, snack sack. Uh, hasn't played more than eighteen snaps all year though. And he's flashed. Uh, look, the, the Jets, Aaron Rodgers not coming back, like we've said it already. Um, Bryce Hoff has been really good, but he's a free agent. You know, like the season's over. Let's uh, let's let's get him more involved. Let's like hit that to fifty percent. You know what I mean? Like the next couple of weeks. That's it. All right. See you next week. Uh, by that I mean tomorrow to break down bowls.